So I'm very excited about our show for this week. And before we get into the meat and potatoes of how you can succeed in pageantry, we have Jessie Ledoux, a former Miss International and Pageant Planet's Queen of Coaching with our product of the, I guess our product special of the week. So Jessie, tell us about the new product special that you've put together. Hey, Stephen. So we have put together an amazing offer. One of our VIP membership perks is the ability to do unlimited mock interviews with a certified pageant coach. And they are so valuable. And especially once you hear this call today, you'll understand why. And they're so valuable. And they are included with our Pageant Planet VIP membership, like I said, at $47 a month. However, if you are so close to your pageant, and you just need that extra confidence boost. Or if you simply want to try out what VIP IP is like. We have an unbelievable special. It is a mock interview session. It's 20 minutes for only $10. So that way you can send us over your paperwork and we'll do a mock interview based on your pageant systems interview style, your platform, your resume to make sure that you feel as confident as possible going to that interview room. Gosh, I mean, I don't really feel, feel like anything needs to be said after that, but I just want to clarify, is this like video kind of like through a Skype or a video portal or is it just over the telephone? How does that work? Yeah, it it is. It's video portal, which is great because that way the coach can see your mannerisms, your nonverbals, and can give you feedback on that. So often people don't realize your nonverbals, if they're changed, it can be an increase of one or two points by saying nothing different, just your mannerisms. So the it's video and audio conferencing. And like, do the girls need to have like full hair and makeup and interview attire before they do it? Or can they just kind of roll up in their pajama pants in the sock bun? So it's definitely helpful if you are in your full pageant interview attire and styling, because that way we can critique that as well. However, um, we have so many girls that come to us from the gym, and it's all about like bringing your natural glow so we can, again, take out those mannerisms, that content, and make sure your plan is perfectly in place. Awesome. Okay. Can you tell them how to find the offer one last time and like how long this offer is going to be available? Yes. So this offer will be available for one week um, after this podcast airs and you can find it at thepageantplanet.com backslash podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Stephen. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Awesome. And we're back. I am here with former Miss International and Pageant Planet's Queen of Coaching, Jessica Ledoux. And she and I are going to discuss today how you can trust yourself in pageant interview. So, Jesse, welcome back. Thanks, Stephen. This is such a good topic because so many contestants struggle from overthinking syndrome in pageant interview. And not just an interview, an on-stage question. I was totally a victim of word vomit, on-stage question. And once I finally understood the concept of just trusting myself and allowing my natural thoughts and opinions to shine, it was smooth sailing from there. My favorite is when girls get an interview, and I say favorite in quotations, but when they're going and the, the girls that really talk with their hands, and they're like, <laughs> the, the faster they talk, the faster their hands kind of rotate forward. And then when they're thinking, the hands kind of slow <laughs> down. Oh, like, gosh. <laughs> it's kind of like a locomotion or a locomotive, mm -hmm. a train. But um, okay, so how can, as a just give us broad scope and then we can dissect in however you feel like is best. But how do you feel like girls can best trust themselves in pageant interview? 
Yeah. So the first things first, um, I'm actually going to take advice that I have heard through the grapevine of the late, great Don Baker. Don Baker was a very famed interview coach in the pageant world before passing away earlier this year. So our condolences to all of his friends, family, and clients. Um, but since I was broke as a joke growing up and I never had a coach and I didn't do any of that fancy stuff, I had to just stalk the heck out of everyone that was an expert. And there were two phrases that Don said that I've always kept with me as a contestant and now as a coach myself. And that's first, open and outward. Be able to just express yourself and communicate yourself in that open and outward way, trusting your own opinions and emotions. And the second is my all-time favorite. And every single one of my clients have heard me tell them this. And I always credit Don with it. It's, if you think, you die. And I know you can speak to this, Stephen, because like to your point, I can see when my clients or contestants that I'm judging our thinking because they stop making eye contact. They start looking at imaginary signs on the wall, hoping that they'll tell them the answers. And it just shows. So no thinking allowed in pageant interview. I know it sounds counterproductive, but once you just break it down to that natural opinion, it'll be so much better. Okay. So how can clients or how can girls not think? Because it does sound counterintuitive. It's like a judge will ask about a political event. It's like, don't think, just speak. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm in very uncharted territory here. So how can they do that? Do you have an exercise or a tip or something like that? Yeah, well, so first of all, you have to be prepared. You, if I say, if you think you die and you haven't done any preparation or studying of current events and you get in there, um, it's not going to be good. So you definitely have to do the work to both know yourself and know your platform if you have one. And third, know what the pageant is looking for. So if you know your pageant looks for current event expertise or opinions, you need to study up. But beyond that, it's just the ability to turn off that valve of, oh my gosh, what do they want to hear? Or what's the right thing to say? That's old school pageantry, folks. People don't have like a definite answer. It's really about how you handle yourself. So once you're able to remove yourself from that mentality of, oh gosh, they need to hear this from me, or I need to say this, or this is the right thing to say. There is no right or wrong answer. I know that's a cliche, but it is so true. Yeah. And my, my personal belief is like, I feel like God orders my steps and I've always felt like that. And so even when a disaster happens, I believe that he is conspiring for my ultimate good. And if I just trust that process, and I mean, depending on what everybody's religious beliefs are, that's listening. Um, I always trust the process. So even if something is a disaster or maybe a in this case, interview, a judge asks you a question that you're like, hey, I really want to get this point across. You can maneuver it in, but also trust that God is working for you to ultimately help you achieve whatever it is that you're in pageantry to achieve. Mm-hmm. That's totally true. And, you know, we teach our clients to control the interview room, be in the driver's seat through your interview. So there are certainly points that you want to get across because of that. But that whole like, well, they want a girl that does this or they want this. They're looking for this. Who cares about they? You care about you and the what you bring to that title. So once you get out of the head of others and you're in your own, it's so much better. And I say that like in your own head in the sense of like understanding who you are and projecting your authentic self. And the people, I've got some friends that are... Um like highly in numbers oriented, uh, detail oriented, like jobs. And they're highly analytical. Typically, they're not the people that you want to go out and have a party with. 
they're the people that you want to handle your taxes. So they're not like mm-hmm. somebody you want to be around. So if you're in an interview and you get lost in your thought and you're analyzing and critiquing everything before your words come out, it's not going to really inspire the judges to want to put, put the crown on your head. Yeah. And one of the biggest um, challenges I see with clients is they'll start to answer and then they'll stop and they'll get stuck or they'll say, I don't know. And you know, you know how to answer unless it's again, unless it's a current events question based on facts or stats, you can answer any question. It's just like once you once you start talking, don't stop. You are if you're competing in a pageant, odds are you're an intelligent, driven young woman. That's all you need to know. Open your mouth and trust that. So I did a million and one mock interviews preparing for Miss International. And it wasn't because I I wanted to have every question be asked of me. It was wanting the confidence that I could get through any question, no matter what kind of surprise was thrown at me. And that's, I think, a common misconception. Girls want to be want to go through all of the possible questions that they might be asked. And I say, it's not about what you might be asked. It's about how you're going to handle what you might be asked. And there's a huge difference there. Why do you think girls stop mid-sentence when they're answering and they start to second-guess themselves? Yeah, it's it's all in the overthinking because they start talking and then they start doubting what they're hearing themselves say. And then once you start doubting, you're no longer talking about the forward motion of the question. You're thinking back and you can't go forward, if that makes sense. You, you're creating a, a mental roadblock that you actually can't get past because you've stopped thinking progressively. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and it could be something that even like whoever's listening, like your coach said to you, like, never say this in pageant interview. And then you accidentally say it and you thought, Oh God, did I just, I just said it's that. Over. Why did I say it's that? Over. Oh man, I lost it. Last night I was giving a, a talk in front of a group and I turned around to look at the board and they wrote a particular word, but they spelled it wrong. And I stopped mid sentence and I couldn't remember where I was. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what was I talking about? I said, I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. but I think there's supposed to be an additional S on here. And it just totally distracted me. But my mind went elsewhere rather than, than where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it does happen. So you can pull out of it and be charming if you recognize yourself. Too, and it's like, wow, <laughs> I just totally lost my train of thought. Basically, what I was saying is, and you just start from the top and you might get a chuckle mm-hmm. out of the judges for it. Oh, for sure. It's all about you handle things, but they can tell when you're working yourself up. And that's the difference. If you are so lost in the words and the syntax and you're like, oh my gosh, this answer is going downhill so fast, it will show on your face. But to Steven, to your point, if you just flip that to like, okay, well, let me get back on track. They will, they will appreciate that. So be authentic, just react normally. But that moment of panic, it just can't happen. Yeah. One of my one of my favorite tactics, like when, is to tell girls to talk to strangers. I mean, obviously, if you're of age or if you're younger, be with your mom and dad. Um, Stranger danger. I know, right? But like, honestly, if you, I'm from a very small town. There's like seven thousand people in my home uh, city, and I was there and would still be there if my wife was from there, but she happens to be from Boston. Um, I love small towns, but what Everywhere we went, we met someone that either my parents knew or whatever. So I was forced as a really young child to have to talk to adults in any given situation. And I found that 
it helped me navigate conversations better because you never know mm-hmm. what the stranger's going to say, et cetera. So you always got to be thinking on your toes. And it's very, um, it parallels pageant interview a lot. So what I would encourage uh, you to do is when you're standing in Walmart or Target or even at the restaurant, just say hi to a random stranger. But the rule of thumb is you cannot say the automatic phrases like, how are you doing today? Oh, fine. How are you? You know, you, you can't say that. If somebody asks you, how are you doing today? You have to make up something that's unique to your language. Like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there was, if I was any better, there would be two of me and we'd both be slap happy or, you know, just make up something. <laughs> right. I mean, but it, it forces you to think about or like really be true and mm-hmm. to try to navigate all different types of conversations. Yeah. And I think one of the things that trips people up so often that I'm like, putting my hand against my forehead is when they get tripped up on the simple fluffy questions. We focus so hard on the tough questions that we lose sight of the simple ones. So um, with a lot of my clients that I know are struggling with that second guessing or that thinking, we go back to basics and we do this exercise that I call rapid fire. And we just go through these simple basic questions and they can only answer with one word within two seconds, if not less, just to make sure that they know that their brain works faster than they trust it to. So if you get a question and you stop to internalize it, like now you're overthinking, your brain will take over in those moments of stress and those moments of pressure. And this exercise allows them using these simple questions that they should know the answers to, to prove that to them. Um, So it's definitely something that you need to just trust yourself and open your mouth and believe that your brain will work because that's what it's there to do. Um. So before we get into the exercise, like a clarifying point, would you suggest that girls um, that just jump right into the answer or is it okay to take a like a second to think, like to process, digest a question mm-hmm. and then answer? So I prefer the the automatic response, the immediate, like I always say, attack the question, because again, that's your first instinct to show your true personality. Attack the question with personality, with ferocity, with confidence. Um, There are contestants that the thinking works for them, but for those contestants that get nervous or overanalyze or overthink, I say just attack it and dive right in. And you can trust your own personality to know what works best for you. Um, I have a very funny story before we start. This is a classic that um, I like to think is one of my my go-tos. So this is a perfect illustration of just trusting yourself in these moments of stress and just not taking a moment to internalize. So when I moved to New York City, I was competing in an MAO local and I was fresh 18. Was I? I was 18. Yeah. And I was just moving from a small town in upstate New York. And I had to, this pageant was so big. I had to audition to even be in the pageant. And I'm 18 competing against women that are 24, auditioning on Broadway, going to Ivy League schools. Like it was just out of control. So I'm on my little Metro North with my little suitcase and I got my outfit in my bag and I realized I am wearing Ugg boots and I did not bring my shoes. Oh, no. (laughs) And this is before smartphones, if you can imagine. That's, oh gosh, that's showing my age for sure. So I get to New York City, I get off at Grand 
Central. And again, I'm 18. I just moved. I get off at Grand Central and I'm like, I have to find this place and I have to find a store to buy shoes. So I'm hustling down the streets of Manhattan and I find like some random store and I get this pair of shoes that I'll never, I don't even think I still have. I don't think I ever wore them again. And I like run up the stairs of this place about five minutes before and I am the first person that they call. So I am just getting in the door, changing and I go, all right, Jesse, you're up. And you had to go in, do your talent and do your interview. Oh my God. So I walk in, I'm a whole, I'm a hot mess to, to say the least. I walk in and the first question, Jesse, what do you like to do for fun? Which should be the easiest question in the entire history of pageant questions. And I had nothing. I had yeah. no idea. And I just said, I smiled and I said, you know, I love to watercolor paint because the colors mix together so beautifully and it just lets me relax. And they're like, oh, great, watercolor painting. And they make notes. I have never watercolor painted a day <laughs> in my whole life, ever. And, like, you know, I'm not saying it's okay to lie in pageant interview, but just allow your allow your brain to do its job. And that was really, like, the moment that it clicked for me. Like, okay, like, just react naturally and you will get through it. So, again, don't lie. But if your first instinct isn't, like, if you had an hour to sit and think about what your answer would truly be, like you don't have an hour. You have one minute, three minutes, maybe 10 minutes at the most if you're an MAO. You don't have time to internalize all of these thoughts to get the perfect answer. You have to work with the here and now. So that is my one of my favorite stories. And I tell girls that get nervous about interview that story and they hopefully like to relax after they hear it. Oh. I mean, watercolor painting, that would be like me saying... I have no I, idea. Yeah. Like, I mean, it'd be like me saying, yeah, I'd like to race ghost go-karts in the Sahara Desert. I mean, it's like that random. Yeah. So random. Gosh. Nope. No idea. That's awesome. But if you say it with confidence, they don't know any different. And again, not... Exactly. They were, they were all lie, like nodding but... and like going along with it. And I, I, just so you know, I did pass the audition and I did get to compete in the pageant. And I think I ended up in that group in top five. Nice. So there you go. Nice. <laughs> that's that's amazing. It was because they were so drawn to your watercoloring. They were hoping to see that as your talent. That, I like to think it was, oh my gosh, can you imagine? <laughs> okay. I would like to think it was more my confidence that won them over. Yeah. We'll go with that. That's much better. And that's true. I mean, Perfect. like you come, you come in and you've also, you've got a great story from uh, the Ugg boots, right? I mean, that's which Ugg boots are the, the sweatpants of tennis shoes. Um, mm-hmm. If, those girls aren't familiar. And I mean, honestly, you have a great story out of it and you were able to come and just be there. Another one I find girls get tripped up on is like, um, like what's your goal in five years? Like just something simple. Um, and again, that's so open-ended. It could be anything. It could be like, you know, honestly, I want to see the grand Canyon and here's why, Mm -hmm. like whatever. Exactly. Um, cool. So do you want to do your exercise now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And then Steven will debrief afterwards. So if you are listening to this podcast, this exercise is interactive. So if you have to pause and get some more quiet, pause and get some more quiet, but I'm going to ask a question and you're just going to immediately respond with your first instinct. It doesn't have to be the right answer. It just has to be your instinct. Train your brain to act quickly in the moment and to trust yourself that you can get through it. So take a deep breath and we're just going to go through. And these are simple questions. Don't overthink. Favorite food, favorite color, favorite TV show, favorite movie, last movie you watched, favorite smell, favorite snack, favorite dessert, 
Favorite sport to play. Favorite game to play. Favorite chore. Least favorite chore. Favorite song. Favorite type of music. Favorite musical artist. Favorite season. Favorite possession. Favorite gift received. Favorite physical feature. Favorite phase of competition. Favorite cold weather activity. Favorite warm weather activity. Favorite school subject. Favorite book. Last book you read. And favorite celebrity. And that's it. So I, I was answering in, in my mm -hmm. mind. I just muted the muted the microphone and was answering. I was like, oh, oh. Oh, it was fun. <laughs> so good job. Yeah. And, and really, that's how quick it should go when you're doing this exercise. So if you find that you struggled through the first one, just replay it and get yourself into that mode. But the one rule is you can't think. So if you say, well, I had blue for my favorite color. So that's easy. I don't have to think about that. That's fine. But don't make it muscle memory because then you're doing yourself a disservice. So what we usually do is we do this once with my clients and then I make them do it again and they can't use the same answers, mm. which is really like when you put yourself to the test. So if, if you find that like you get through this, you master it, go through it again, like really keep your brain on its toes brain have toes. Um, but today they do. So that's fine. Um, so keep your brain active, keep it moving, keep it exercised and you can do it through this exercise. Uh, I remember when I, I was dating, I mean, you know the story, but I won't bore everybody with the details, but that's how I got involved in pageantry. I started dating a girl that was competing and was following her around to her appearances and her coaching sessions. And I just remember we were driving the car and all of a sudden, I would just bust out like a random question, <laughs> and I'd just say "boom," and then she would she would answer. She was she was really great at it. Um, but it was kind of like a game for us. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I encourage you to uh, everybody listening to enroll your family members or enroll your boyfriend or um, if you're a guy that's listening, enroll your girlfriend um, or boyfriend or whatever, right? To like have you do the rapid fire questions because it does it helps you. It really does. And again, it's to go through back to the theme of the call is how to trust yourself in interview. It's all about knowing that you are you are intelligent and you are confident and you are capable. And once you get that mantra going in your mind, just know that you can handle whatever question comes your way because you have trained your brain to do it. And that's yeah. it. It really is. I mean, when you for I mean you're forced to talk to people all day long. And so naturally you're great at you're a great conversationalist. I always enjoy speaking with you. Um, <laughs> and then, but like I mean you talk to any salesperson that has to communicate with the mass public, they're good conversationalists. Um they can mm -hmm. at least keep it going. It's never a dull moment or a marketer or whatever because they're forced to sell themselves or sell a product. So um I waited tables a lot too, which really helped. So any like servers, I mean, you can really learn how to navigate a conversation, overcome obstacles <laughs> to damage control, all that fun stuff. So all exactly. of the, yeah, all those life skills really come to play inside of your interview. And if you trust yourself out there, you know, these pageant judges, they're just real people that's eating in restaurants, that's talking to salespeople, all that stuff just like you. So they're nothing to be scared of. They're just humans so just be you absolutely yeah do you girl do you okay so <laughs> with 
with that, Jesse, how can they um, work more with you if they want to continue like make, do extra work? How can they work with you? Yeah. So, of course, um, our VIP membership, like I mentioned, talking about the mock interviews that are for sale this week for $10. The VIP membership is uh, $47 a month. And with that, you get unlimited mock interviews. So this type of interactive um, question and answering with a certified pageant coach through video conferencing. So that's unlimited. Um, and then, of course, um, there are multiple other options that you can learn more about by visiting thepageantplanet.com backslash pageant dash coaching. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much. And until next time. Thanks, guys. Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47.